Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's ham radio. everyone it's time for ham talk live episode number 231 postponement of orlando hamcation and recorded live on thursday october 8th 2020 i'm your host neil rapp wb9 vpg thanks for tuning in to this episode of ham talk live tonight we're joined by michael Colley. W4MCA and John Knott in 4JTK. And we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, Christian Kudnick, K0STH, was here to talk about the 100 Watts and a Wire podcast fallout event that actually started about an hour ago and uh, runs through this weekend. So if you missed that show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube, or uh, you can always catch the rebroadcast of Ham Talk Live on shortwave on WTWW 5085 AM. And that takes place Saturday afternoons at about 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. Apologize for being just a minute or two late here. Uh, Skype decided to collapse all of a sudden, so uh, we're, we're we're zooming it. <laughs> so we got uh, Plan B in effect, and we've got John and Michael uh, on the line and ready to go. So uh, get your questions ready to go for them. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can call us after the interview. And let me give you that telephone number so you can have that ready. It's not time to call just yet, but we'll give you the phone number. So you have it, and and then uh, we'll announce when it's time to call. The phone number is 859-982-7373. Again, 859-982-7373. You can also tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. If you're on Spreaker, you can type a comment in and I'll be back with Michael and John right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Get out and be active with ICOM's new IC705 and its optional multifunction backpack. Now shipping. The IC705 is the perfect 
QRP companion, as you have base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers in a portable package, covering HF 6, 2 meters, 70 centimeters, and only weighs 1 kilogram, or just over 2 pounds. With RF direct sampling for most of the HF band, IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz, and a large 4.3 inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall. The IC705 runs 5 watts with the battery BP272 and 10 watts with a power supply. Sideband, CW, AM, FM, and full D-Star functions are available. A micro USB connector, Bluetooth, and wireless LAN, integrated GPS with antenna and GPS logger, a micro SD card slot, a speaker mic comes standard, and supports QRP operations. The perfect accessory for your IC705 is the optional backpack LC192. It has a special compartment for your IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Right now, you could be sitting on a beach, sipping a drink with an umbrella in it, and enjoying the good life. But instead, you've decided to listen to Ham Talk Live. So we thank you. And now, here's Neil Rapp with more of the show. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. ICOM has some great rigs out there, and uh, 705 is now shipping. Check them out at icomamerica.com slash amateur. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night. Right here at hamtalklive.com. Joining me tonight are Michael Colley, W4MCA, and John Knott, N4JTK. Uh, Michael is the chairman of the Orlando Hamcation for the fourth year, and he's uh, served as seven years as the tailgate chairman, six years as IT chairman, and a year in finance. And uh, Hamcation is sponsored by the Orlando Amateur Radio Club. And John Knott, N4JTK, is the president of that club. And he is the commercial vendor co-chair and one of the ARRL liaisons for Hamcation. So we uh, welcome John tonight as well. Uh, John usually usually hides when we, we offer him the microphone, but but tonight we've got him. So, guys, thanks for being on the show tonight. Wish it was under better circumstances, but uh, thanks for being on. Thank you for having us on tonight, Mark. Or I'm sorry, I'm fixing the type to Mark. Sorry. Yeah, you're Neil. typing to Mark. I saw. <laughs> Oh, Mark, he's, he's tuning in here. I did the same thing. I'm looking at Mark and talking to you. Well, you weren't supposed to be on the show again this soon. Now, you know, we, we give you some time on the show, but, but but you weren't supposed to be back for a while, and then all of a sudden things changed. And I know that 
on this show, you made a promise that if conditions existed that required the cancellation of Hamcation, that you would make it early enough to, um, you know, allow people to make changes to their plans. And so this week, here we are. So tell us about those decisions that led up to uh, the canceling the event in February. All right. Um, first, let me say it was a very difficult decision to make. Um, I've always joked that I hate to be in um, Dara and Huntsville shoes, and uh, it finally happened to us here. Uh, we were lucky enough to be one of the first events this year and was able to get it in just barely, but being one of the first events next year, it kind of uh, bit us in the butt. Um, but with that said, um, pretty much after contact with ARL, and um, our vendors, uh, some of the vendors were starting to cancel already, um, even trying to line up volunteers, everything, all the negative items were getting more than the uh, positive items for the show. Uh, so with um, ARL and us, we both decided that it would be best to postpone uh, Hamcation and the ARL National Convention until 2022 because of that. Um, just like I said, it's a lot goes into it. Um, a lot of the items, um, most people just think it's the COVID item. It's not only that it's people that we work with, uh, the fairgrounds, what type of, uh, stipulations we would have to have to have a show. Um, even our, um, outside vendors that we come in for like convention services, uh, other vendors that we use, some of them still closed. They're not sure when they're going to be open back up. Um, so all this weighed in on our decision to uh, postpone the show this year. Yeah, I know, uh, you know, all kinds of other shows, not just ham radio shows have, have run into, um, you know, some issues of, you know, are the, are the people going to come? Are the vendors going to come? Are people going to cancel? And the ones that have gone ahead, a lot of times, you know, all of a sudden vendors start canceling and, and now you're left with, you know, uh, <laughs> a balance sheet that that's not going to work and you're, and you're going to have uh, significant issues. And then, um, you know, you, you have all, all kinds of other issues with, you know, having a drop in the show and, and how things are going. And so I, I know it's, uh, it's a tough decision to make, but, um, it, it's one that you had to make and, um, you know, you, you saw the data and, and it came in and, and kind of, you know, told you what to do. It sounds like. Yeah, we were trying to hold off until it, our original date was December 1st, a go or no go date. Um, but after everything, pretty much in a matter of two weeks, everything hit us all at one time with all these different uh, issues that were coming up to host the show. And uh, our ultimate goal was also that we didn't want to put on a show that we, we've come, everybody's comes to Hamcation expects a certain standard, and we didn't want to lower that standard down for one year um, based on what type of restrictions we would have. We don't think people would enjoy the show. Uh, and then at the same time, like you said, vendors, stuff like that was already canceling. And without vendors, we're not going to have visitors. And without visitors, the vendors ain't going to want to come. 
So um, it's one of those um, hard decisions, but we did make it. And um, um, but I'm not sure if John had anything to add about that part. Well, I just want to add real quick too that there's it's like Michael said it's a very heart wrenching um, decision, and the other parts that we have to think about too is <clears throat> excuse me is the volunteers, the vend- the vendors, and the visitors that do come their health and their safety. Um, plus, there are some things that we never even took account for that um, um, that we um, never even thought about was some of the vendors that we deal with or that come to the show. Being that they're in other states, they have HR laws that they have to deal with. Um, and some of these HR laws um, don't allow them to send employees out during a pandemic. Um, so they wouldn't be able to come and be able to sit there and um, and uh, have or be part of the show because they wouldn't be able to send any of the uh, their employees and stuff with them. So um, those are things that we had to think about, too. And, and it was it was a weighing decision that we just had to sit there and, um, and make. Um, it is, it's a difficult decision. Um, like Michael said that none of us wanted to make that decision. We thought, you know, we skimmed by in 2020, um, by what we joke with the skin of our teeth to have the show. Um, cause shortly after the show was over with in February, this when pretty much the United States started to shut down and we thought, well, we'd be lucky enough. We will be one of the first shows in 2021 and have a good show again and stuff. But, you know, we're just not there yet to the point that it's, uh, People are feeling comfortable enough to travel, um, you know, travel either by plane or through state lines. Um, there are restrictions yet where some people have to quarantine once they go back home. So there, there's so many different things involved in the decision that uh, is tough. And, and one of the even the um, uh, tougher parts of the uh, decision was um, Hamcation and OERC, Orlando Amherst Radio Club, donate um to a lot of the clubs and nonprofit organizations locally um, who send volunteers to help uh, put on Hamcation. So the volunteers get to um, donate their hours back to their, their choice of a nonprofit organization. And, you know, we, we send out checks after Hamcation's over with and to help support these clubs and stuff. So, um, you know, the impacts that are involved is tremendous and we those are all things that we had to weigh in that decision yeah and, and you know that's uh an issue with with all kinds of uh non-profits and and uh organizations is is trying to you know raise money when when things are still shut down uh to some extent at least and and you know uh, i'm sure that's gonna be a big uh impact there but on the other hand you you know you got to do what you got to do and this uh you know it sounds like this was was (laughs) pretty much handed to you you know uh that you know if uh all of these resources are not going to be available um at a level that you know is is conducive to having the show then you know there's there's not much choice Exactly. Um, and I'll also sit there and say, too, a lot of this stuff happened in the last two to three weeks. Um, that's we've been Michael and I have been on Zoom meetings after Zoom meetings after Zoom meetings, um, talking to our executive uh, committee for um, Hampcation, to the board of directors of Orlando Amateur Radio Club, to the staff at AWRL, 
to other vendors, to our national, or excuse me, our um, our uh, director for ARL uh, here locally in our, our state of Florida. Um, we've been talking with everybody about this, and and it's just uh, it's amazing. I mean, the support that we've gotten has been tremendous. Our 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 commercial vendors have been very supportive. Um, everybody's looking forward to 2022. Um, most of them, like us, can't wait till it gets here. I mean, I hate to wish away 2021, but I'm ready to put on a show, and, and we got to wait <laughs> yeah. an extra couple months now. <laughs> so, Yeah, we've got fall break coming up next week, and I remember uh, last year was my first flying experience and, and came down to Orlando, and then, and we're, we're just kind of sitting here going, ooh. That sounds really nice. <laughs> I'd like to go, <laughs> but it's just uh, it's it's not it's not there yet, and and so we're staying home. But um, you know, it, it it's a tough decision. But um, numbers are are you know coming down some right now. You know, maybe they'll go back up again. You you, you just don't know right now, and. So uh, we're we're anxious <laughs> for uh, 2022 to get here to to you know be able to to come down. It's just uh, you know it, it's a shame that this happens, but um, that's that's the situation we're in. So you mentioned a little bit about the 8RRL National Convention also uh, being postponed. Let's talk a little bit about how this impacted the, the national convention side of things. And, um, you know, now we're postponing two years in a row. Michael. Yeah. The, um, ARL actually approached us, um, also when we were talking about this, that, um, the hotel that they were going to use, um, they had deadlines there to, uh, be able to be made also, um, so they pretty much, um, it costs a lot of money to put on the show for ARL for them to bring down everybody for a national convention. Um, and the later they waited, they're in the same boat as us. The later they waited, the more penalties they were going to get by um, the hotel. Uh, so it was actually sent to their executive committee, uh, executive board, um, to get it approved to uh, postpone the national convention for this year and hold it in 2022. And it was approved unanimously by the board up there to do that. Um, so with that, they're still planning for next year for 2022. They're going to have the um, training tracks uh, on the Thursday, February 10th, uh, still at the same hotel, the double tree by Hilton. Uh, more information will be announced um, in 2021 about that from ARL. Uh, so they're still for full board uh, with doing the national convention in 2022. Okay, so it, we're just we're just putting everything on hold and and uh, going with 2022 for their side of things. Then, correct. Um, and then that's the same way it'll be. Actually, since we did cancel this year and didn't have a full show, it will still be our 75th show. Um, so it will still be our 75th anniversary and the ARL national convention. All right. Very good. And, and I know that on your website, you've already kind of alluded to, um, some activities, uh, to, to 
happened during that weekend. So can you share, uh, you know, what you know so far about some of those activities? Yeah, um, we're trying to keep our name out there during the weekend and trying to bring something to the ham community also at the same time. Um, so we've come up with, um, actually, it's going to be called the 2021 Orlando Hamcation Special Edition. Um, we're actually going to, we're looking to host some unique webinars uh, that weekend that would be Hamcation. Um, the webinars are going to be webinars you've never seen before. So it's not going to be the same webinars that everybody's doing at your uh, local meetings currently because everything's on Zoom and all these webinars are being done by everybody. Uh, these are all going to be webinars you've never seen before. New content uh, for the show. Um, we are also looking at holding a Hamcation QSO party. Uh, Hamcation QSO party that weekend also um, during uh, Hamcation weekend. And the last thing um, is still to be determined yet, but we're going to try to host some um, live prize drawings uh, during the event also for the um, special edition of Hamcation. Actually, what we're planning on is doing um, live um, prize drawings in between the webinars every hour, just like you would be at Hamcation. Okay, very good. Well, that sounds like uh, like some cool stuff, and, and new content is always good. And um, so I hope uh, hope those plans go well. And, and you do have a little bit of time to, to get that ready since you've you know had to make this decision a little bit earlier. You, you, you've got a little bit of time to, to put all that together. Yeah, that's one, uh, I guess, good thing about doing it five months ahead by postponing. Uh, if we would have waited until December, there's no way we could have did anything um, for February at that point. Uh, so now we have some time to actually do something and uh, try to do something for the ham community at the same time. Very good. Well, Hamcation SE, I like it. Well, uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to take your calls and your tweets and comments and uh, all that kind of thing. and. Talk a little bit more with uh, Michael and John right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Hey, honey, have you seen the PL259s anywhere? No, I haven't. Come on, kids. Let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine solder-type PL259s. Get the 10th one for just one penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. I'm Scott, KB9AMM of Tower Electronics. I like the PL259 connector so much, I bought the company. Tower Electronics. 
coming to a ham fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL-259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors? Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tower Electronics, are they're going to be down the road from me, hopefully, uh, November 7th, if, if Bedford, Indiana isn't uh, canceled at that point. And then uh, Fort Walton Beach, Florida is also still on the books, November 13th and 14th. But of course, anytime you want, you can visit them at pl 259 Dot com And you can visit Ham Talk Live Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Time at HamTalkLive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it's time for your phone calls right now. If you have a question for Michael and John, give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, 859 982 7373 or you can tweet us it's at amtalk live and if you're listening to us on wtww or on the podcast edition sorry uh we're live on thursday night so uh you won't be able to reach anybody on the phone lines and actually we are going to start off with a phone call already so good evening mark welcome to amtalk live Oh, hang on, I didn't uh, have you on, the Mark. Howard. There we go. Uh, hey, I got evening, you on, Neil. Uh, this is Mark. Okay, this is Mark, uh, N4BCD from the Huntsville, Alabama Hankfest, and I wanted to say hi to Michael and John out there. Hello, Mark. Hey, Mark. hey guys. I remember we were together in February down at your last Hamcation, and, uh, you know, the, the COVID-19 was in the news, and uh, we treated it with some... Uh, some light concern, but never to the uh, degree that uh, uh, things uh, transpired through March, April, and the rest of the year. And of course, uh, we got the call from uh, from Jack Gerbs in uh, in March that uh, that Dayton Ham uh, Hamvention uh, was canceled. But uh, you know, here in Huntsville, we continued to think with our hearts and uh, and be hopeful that our August event would uh, would come to pass. But uh, but like you, uh, things all came together. Uh, you know, the question about how many visitors would come from other states, uh, how many vendors would show up, uh, your volunteer base. Uh, you know, hundreds of volunteers are needed for for a large ham fest. And, and finally, the venue, um, the capacity limits that the state of Alabama was putting on us, and probably the the fairgrounds where you uh, host hamcation. They all came together and. Uh, 
Well, we all know it's a gut-wrenching decision, but uh, I just call in to say I know you guys uh, really thought long and hard about it, but you made the right call. Yeah, Mark, just like I said earlier, the, um, I thought I would never be put in the position of uh, Jack and you at the time to uh, actually even um, talk about canceling Hamcation. Um, so, yeah, it was a tough decision. I believe now after it's all done and over with, it was the right decision to make. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I mean, everything fell pretty much together all at the same time. Um, I guess we're kind of lucky everything happened at once and we learned everything pretty much in a one, two-week period uh, compared to spread out for several months and really delaying the obvious that was going to happen. Um, but, yeah, it's hard. Um, and... Um, like you said, in February, we we're pretty much uh, talking about it, but not that much. And then even when um, Huntsville got canceled um, for this year, we're like, oh, we're going to keep going with our show, just like you were saying when uh, Hamvention got canceled. So, um, yeah, but it is hard. Um, so, Are, are, your, uh, are your volunteer corps uh, keeping, keeping a positive uh, outlook? They are. Uh, I sent actually out an email to all the volunteers also letting them know everything that happened and uh, got back a lot of positive feedback uh, from the volunteers uh, agreeing with what I did because a lot of them weren't even sure if they're going to be able to make it. Um, just like everybody hates to see the show um, be postponed, but like most people know, probably 75% of the amateur population is considered high risk for age or medical issues. Um, so a lot of them didn't want to be put into predicament to uh, volunteer. Um, all of them probably would have because you know how hams are. They volunteer and help out. But um, a lot of them didn't want to be put in that p- predicament. So by us postponing, it kind of answered their prayers pretty much. Yeah, and it's interesting to hear tonight uh, with, with your guys taking this proactive decision uh, several months out, you'll be able to plan some alternative uh, activities uh, come February of uh, of next year. And uh, my my best wishes for uh, for for the success there. And uh, also, we'll see you guys. We'll all get together in Dayton. Let's just keep our fingers crossed for the next big one. Seventy three guys. Thanks. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, yeah, thank Mark, you, Mark, for calling in. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Eight five nine. Uh, 982-7373 is the phone number. If you'd like to call in, uh, we'll, we'll get you on here. Uh, we do have uh, a lot going on in the comments here tonight. And, uh, John W4USF wants to know for, uh, boy, that, now you're going to blame me for, for calling it Hamcation SE. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Hamcation, like a name. Yeah, it does. It does. That's exactly what it's going for. Uh, Hamcation 2021 SE. Do hams need to register to access uh, the webinars? And if so, how do they do that? And I'm, I'm guessing it's it's too early to ask that. Yeah, um, more information will be uh, made public uh, within next, I would say within next month or so of uh, how you would register and uh, what the actual uh, webinars will be once we get them lined up. Um, but um, 
I can pretty much say there will be a reserva- or registration uh, for each webinar. Um, so just keep a lookout at our website, uh, www.hamcation.com. Okay, very good. And we'll we'll look for that registration for, for Hamcation SE. Um, okay, uh, Chris, AA4CB says, uh, you did the right thing, guys. I will miss the show and, and seeing everybody at Hamcation, but... Better safe than sorry, and uh, I'm sure you have uh, a lot of people uh, agreeing with that. And we have uh, have uh, some other supportive comments here from from the uh, peanut gallery here tonight. So um, you know we're 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 behind you, and and we you know we're not happy, but we're, we're understanding. I hope uh, and. Um, you know, I, I think you've got some uh, some good ideas for some things to do uh, during that weekend, just to to keep things going, and and we'll we'll just hope for the best for the next one. Yeah, one thing we are going to do uh, this year, um, the Carol Perry Educator of the Year Award will be still uh, presented to someone. Uh, the website is actually still open for that. If you go to the awards page, you can still nominate somebody for the award. Uh, you have until November 1st, so you still got right around a month left to nominate people. Uh, we will be awarding a winner. Then we will actually present the winner at 2022, uh, Hamcation. So we'll have two presentations that, uh, during the awards presentation for that year. Okay, very good. So you've got the the award, you've got the webinars, you've got uh QSO party, all all kinds of good stuff coming up. So we'll uh we'll be interested to uh to hear the uh final plans on those and how to uh get signed up for all of that um here in the next few months as you you put all that together. So we really appreciate uh, your efforts, and and I know it's uh, it's a heartbreak, but uh, you know that this is this is what we're doing these days, and so I I appreciate um, everything that you've been doing. Uh, oh, Mark just uh, dropped a message here and says uh, he just spoke to Carol a few weeks ago and doing well uh, in quarantine at home and. I've had uh, a couple of, of indirect messages to, from Carol as well. So uh, that that's uh, good to hear, too. So, guys, we're going to uh, to finish things up here because uh, we're on a time limit tonight. I didn't realize that until we put Plan B into effect. So uh, we're going to go ahead and, and, and finish things up. So uh, any final comments here tonight uh, before we go? I, I do. I want to bring up one thing real quick. Um, anybody that's purchased tickets, um, swap tables, tailgate spaces, um, RV nights, um, even our commercial vendors, everybody's being contacted individually um, by the chairman that's involved, or that's in charge of their area. So myself and Bob Cummings to get in touch with everybody in commercial, our uh, swap chairman are getting in touch with everybody from swaps, so on and so forth. Um, and with all the directions and information about refunds, if you want to move it forward to 2022 or whatever it is that you want to do. So look for that email and please respond as quickly as possible. We do want to have everything kind of wrapped up before the end of the year, although I don't think it's going to take that long. 
but uh, we do want to get everything wrapped up quickly so we can more or less close the books on, on 2021 and start moving forward for 2022. The only thing I had to add was, uh, go ahead, Michael. um, Thank everybody for all the positive comments um, out there. Um, We uh, look forward to seeing everybody in 2022. Um, Also, um, if um, promote another ham fest that's actually happening this weekend, uh, Melbourne ham fest in Orlando, Florida. If you're Melbourne. a local out here, uh, please go support them. If you feel like going to a ham fest, actually in the state, I think it might be the first ham fest since uh, hamcation that's actually happening. Uh, Orlando hamcation will have a booth there. We will be talking about uh, the postponement of 2021 and the national convention and also talking about the webinars and um, CUSO party at that also. All right. Very good. So yeah, Melbourne, Florida coming up this weekend. And I know some of the people in the chat have commented uh, that they're going as well. So uh, uh, best of luck to them and, uh, and hopefully uh, they can have a, a, a good event there as well. Well, guys, I know uh, we're getting ready to, to lose our connection here. So let me uh, wish you well and thank you for coming on. And, and we'll be talking about uh, these activities as you get those ready to go. Sounds good, Neil. Thank you for having us. One last thing. Don't forget about the vendors out there. Since there's no shows going on, please support them online and buy radios. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, just, uh, you know, remember a lot of these, uh, vendors are having to, you know, (laughs) put everything on hold. So, uh, make sure you support them and, uh, couldn't couldn't say that that uh any more emphatically because uh you know <laughs> there are sub that that's their livelihood and so um it's it's great if you can can support them all right well we're going to finish up here tonight so that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Michael Colley, W4MCA, and John Knott, N4JTK, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in and typing in. And invite you back next Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at hamtalklive.com. And that's also where you can see a list of our upcoming guests, so be sure to check that out. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. That helps us uh, get the word out about the show. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. You came right back to my CQ call The readability 5 and strength 9 You never once mentioned your weather at all And I didn't mention mine We talked and talked for hours and hours I completely forgot you're a ham I don't know your power or the height of your tower Frankly, I don't give a damn for 73s to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log Your 73s to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log It's hard to believe that you're anti-vodine Cause you sound just like a local up here